ಆರ್ ಲಿಸನಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಅಗಸ್ತ್ಯ ಆರ್ ಭವಂತಃ ಅಗಸ್ತ್ಯ ಸತ್ರಂ ಶೃಣ್ವಂತಿ ಇನ್ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಅಗಸ್ತ್ಯ ಆರ್ ವಿ ಬ್ರಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಯು ಅನ್ ಇಂಟರ್ವ್ಯೂ ವಿತ್ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಕೊನಾರ್ಟ್ ಅಲ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ಡಿಕಲೋನೈಸಿಂಗ್ ಎಜುಕೇಶನ್ ಸೊ ನೌ ಲೆಟ್ಸ್ ಮೂವ್ ಆನ್ ಟು ದ ಸೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಓಕೆ ಸೊ ವಾಟ್ ವೈ ಡಿಕಲೋನೈಸ್ ಸೊ ಕ್ವೆಶನ್ ಲೆಟ್ ಮೀ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ ವಿತ್ ದಿಸ್ ವೈ ಶುಡ್ ವಿ ಕೇರ್ ಟು ಡಿಕಲೋನೈಸ್ ದಿ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಮೈಂಡ್ some may argue that the status quo is working well india is progressing economically and indians are successful because of their education system and proficiency in english uh, how do you respond well um i would say that uh countries like uh, nigeria for example um they have education entirely through english more thoroughly than india yet I wouldn't call it an economic success story not like India is at the moment and uh, or countries like Zimbabwe for example that are really bad uh, basket cases they are English language so that is not the reason by contrast China for example has never been tempted by switching over to English indeed uh, there are there are uh, chinese scientists who do noble level research work <coughs> who don't even know english now that i don't advise i think it's useful to learn an international communication language but nevertheless it is not true that knowing english is necessary and to the extent that i of course advise people to know some english anyway i nevertheless want to emphasize that teaching through english medium is not necessary at all in germany in russia in japan and so on they all learn science through their mother tongue then later like in 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 the advanced you know doctoral years of university there they may have a foreign guest professor teaching in english but otherwise they have their whole education in their mother tongue so there is no need at all to 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 keep that from indians you see in uh in universities often you have the humanities available in the mother tongue but the science departments entirely in english that is not necessary at all of course it is helpful to know english to 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 keep up with the international uh, literature in your field but you learn that as a second language so then the answer would be that it's not english that necessarily explains the success of indians mm-hmm. it is something else and even without english in fact you may be even more successful if mm-hmm. you kept your uh, education system rooted in the culture and in local languages exactly that is why i was uh, very pleasantly surprised when the first policy act of uh, yogi adityanath the chief minister of uh, uttar pradesh was to bring in english as a second language in the hindi medium schools you see this was protested against by some hindi wallas saying oh you see this is another kowtow to the dominance of english no it is just the opposite it was a way to save vernacular education many parents are um convinced that their child needs to know english because they look around them and they see as uh, madhu kishwar has observed that default line in indian society or on the indian labor market 
is not what religion or what caste you are. It is whether you know English or not. Mm -hmm. So they want a child to know English, even though it's going to a Hindi medium school. Well, that is possible. That is perfectly possible, provided you make sure that there is a good second language course of English. Mm -hmm. So then, then you have the normal situation that you have in, in Germany, in Brazil, in Mexico, and so on, where they learn a second language thoroughly, where they come out of school at 17, 18, and they know this language. They can take courses, or they can even go abroad and study in English. Mm -hmm. So they know it well enough, but nevertheless, their medium of instruction remains their mother tongue. Okay. Thank you. Uh I think you already briefly touched upon this, uh, just checking in case there's anything else. The question here was, what can India learn from other leading civilizations to educate its people? I think you already touched upon that. Yes. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? Well, there are um, experiments of different kinds, like uh, in Germany, the Steiner schools, the Montessori schools, uh, Paulo Freire from Brazil and so on. Many people have thought about education and who wanted to do something about uh, the, um, the emphasis that is laid on purely economically useful uh, skills that are developed in schools that want to emphasize more the whole person, uh, the uh, artistic skills and so on, for which they often... Uh, go back to the traditional education that existed in their country before the modern age. So that is a large part of what India has to do as well. And so schools now are very unilaterally oriented to cognitive skills. And so the rest has to, and, and, and for that, you see, India goes quite far, like China, like uh, Japan, um, their schooling is very persistent, is very tough compared to that, you know, in the West is uh, very lackadaisical. Uh, but nevertheless, it is very uh, one-sided. So if you go back to traditional schooling, you get more holistic forms of uh, teaching. And uh, so those, of course, that is another aspect you see where education has to be decolonized. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so then, on this theme of why decolonize, what would you say to parents in India or parents of uh, you know people of uh, you know Indian origin who have children uh, studying in in North America or other parts of the world? Uh, what are the consequences of the current education that they are being given? Uh, that is pretty much if it's in India, it's alienated from its native culture, and in, if they are growing up in the West, they're essentially getting a Western sort of view of Indian culture, which is often not quite uh, representative or, or even positive. I mean, uh, you know, I think people have spoken about the Western view of Hinduism or India as at least the way it is presented in textbooks is, you know, to reduce it down to, you know, the caste, curry, cow stereotypes. So uh, what do you say to the parents of those kids about the consequences of their children being educated here, either in North America through that kind of a view, or as it is being presented in India through the regular English medium, uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. Christian school, you know, a lot, right. lot of Christians, uh, convent schools, as they say in India. 
Well, in uh, in America, the um, the whole idea of wanting to uh, Christianize and Americanize the Native Americans that has been given up. Mm-hmm. Now, on the contrary, there is a certain premium on non-Western forms of education, skills, and so in in that uh, atmosphere, you would expect that Hinduism would also be seen very positively. Now, that is not the case. On the contrary, there, I, I can't think of any uh, culture at the moment that is treated more negatively than Hinduism. And that has to do not with the old... Uh, Uh, Christian drive against idolatry, as it was called. Um, You see, it's still there. There are still missionaries and so on. But now, from an official American viewpoint, there's something else that plays. Namely, they have this emphasis on egalitarianism and this uh, historical need to exorcise their own history of racial slavery. Now, all those elements, inegalitarian, racial, slavery, they all come together in the Western understanding of the caste system. And so other cultures are simply different cultures, whereas Indian Indian culture, or specifically Hindu culture, is seen as the carrier of those same values that we in the West have had a hard time getting rid of, and that now we, we have a duty to help in uh, eliminating wherever they exist, which is primarily in Hinduism. And so there is a very strong anti-Hindu climate here where you would expect that as a, as a foreign culture, as an exotic culture, it would, on the contrary, be, be very popular. What you describe sounds like a... Uh you know, civilizing mission 2.0 in a new model. Well, exactly, exactly. (laughs) You see, in the old days, you know, the the benighted heathens had to be liberated from Satan. And now, you see, the oppressed people of India have to be liberated from this ugly, vicious, uh, inegalitarian, racist caste system. Yeah. What I find fascinating is that is absolutely a diametrical opposite of how practicing Hindus like ourselves view ourselves. Agastya Gurukulam is a non-profit organization dedicated to reviving the traditional system of Bharatiya Shiksha and decolonizing education. Agastya runs the world's first and only Sanskrit immersion online school. Would you like your child to be deeply rooted in traditional Bharatiya culture and yet successful in the contemporary world? Explore Agastya's part-time and full-time learning opportunities. For more information, visit Agastya's website at www.agastyagurukulam.org. Admissions are now open for the 2021-22 school year. Thank you.